Hello, and welcome to the Heavenbound Podcast. My name is Jason Harden. I'm here with Roger Schaus, and we are opening the Bible in search of fuel for your spiritual journey. This is where we talk about life, the way it was meant to be, and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus in the 21st century. Thanks for joining us today on the journey. Roger, this past Friday was April Fool's. I don't know if anybody played a trick on anybody else, but uh, we bounced off of that first day of April, commonly known as April Fool's, and we decided to spend the Fridays in April just looking at fools. This past Friday, we looked at the fool who says there is no God. That comes from Psalm 14, verse 1. Today, we want to spend some time in the next book of the Bible, the book of Proverbs. And boy, Proverbs has a lot to say about fools. It does. Over 78 times the word fool is used in the book of Proverbs. And what God does is he shows us the characteristics and the qualities of what makes a fool a fool. Now, when we say that word, that, that's one of the harshest words God ever uses in the Bible. Uh, to say to the atheist, uh, Psalm 7, or 14, verse 1, the fool says that there is no God. That's an atheist, someone who says that there is no God. God calls that person a fool. And so as we walk through the book of Proverbs, there are a lot of things that come up. Now, what we need to see and appreciate is it's real easy for us to paint this picture in our mind of what a fool is, and we can get this wild, wicked person. We can get this person who just seems to be uh, not doing anything in life, but that's not the image we can have. That's not the correct image. A fool can be a very successful person. He could be a famous person. He could run a multi-million dollar corporation. Could be a soccer mom. Could be a teenager. What makes a fool a fool is the choices he follows. And that's what we're going to see demonstrated here in the book of Proverbs. This past Friday, we emphasized that it may be people in the world look at the disciple of Jesus as foolish. And we'll talk a little bit more about that on the back end. But we ended with, okay, if my fellow man calls me a fool, well, maybe that's his opinion, her opinion. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But if God calls me a fool, that needs attention, right? And it doesn't have to do necessarily with my IQ, how I would score on an intelligence test, something like that. But the choices that I'm making, whether I'm thinking the way God would have me to think, Roger, let's jump in. When you see Proverbs, we got 31 chapters, dozens and dozens of references. What makes a fool a fool? All right. Chapter 12, verse 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. So right away, we're seeing that God is describing a fool as someone who thinks he has all the answers. He's kind of arrogant. He's someone who is not going to listen to advice. He's not going to listen to the word of God. He's not going to have someone correct him. Don't correct me because I know I'm right. And that is an image of someone who is a fool. He thinks he knows everything, but really he doesn't. And because of this, 
time and time again, he's going to be falling down and getting himself in trouble and doing the wrong steps because he thinks he is right, and he is right in his eyes, but not the eyes of the Lord. So important. Uh, We've talked in other contexts here recently that we see as God sees. Uh, It is so very easy for us to get to the point where we feel like, okay, I see everything that I need to see. I can see other people's faults. I can see where they ought to step up their game. I I can see the troubles in the world. and, And maybe I'm right on a lot of those things. But if I don't see myself as my creator sees me, that is the most serious kind of blind spot imaginable. So a lot of the advice is coming from books like Proverbs, right? There's a reason why in the life of our congregational family, every Saturday, we're reading a chapter from the book of Proverbs. It is timeless wisdom, timeless advice that helps us to grow, to see ourselves just as accurately as possible. And so so right away, we're seeing the fool, someone who's deceived himself. Uh, he, he thinks he knows, but he doesn't. And we, we see that illustrated a lot of different ways in the Bible. In the book of Galatians, Paul says, do not be deceived. We, we can be deceived because of what people have told us. Everybody has told us all of our life that we're right. Even when we're wrong, they told us we're right. And we start believing that stuff, and we start believing that we can never, ever do anything wrong. Then we become blind to the reality of these things. And we've read in the book of Revelation about one of the churches, Church of Laodicea, who thought that they were rich, needed nothing. And God said, you're just the opposite. You're poor. You're naked. You're blind. You needed everything. And they were deceived by themselves. I, I As we read Proverbs twelve fifteen, my first thought immediately went to the home. Uh, if I want my children to grow up, wise. If I want to help them avoid being fools as adults, I have to teach them to listen at home. The The wise person listens to advice, and there sure does seem to be something to human nature where we go through seasons, we, we reach ages where we, we just don't want to listen, right? We want to do our own thing and Tragically, too many parents raise children that don't know how to listen, aren't willing to listen. A part of growing up wise, uh, that sure does fall on parents of children at a really young age. And, you know, sometimes we, we would listen to the back part of this verse it says the fool, the wave of fools right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. And we just get the image of a teenager at home. But how about the big ones here? How about us? We've been in our, our jobs 20 years. Are we still willing to listen to advice? Are we still willing to let someone else t- tell us something? Maybe we've been a Christian a long, long time and a younger Christian comes to us. Would we listen to that? Or are we going to think, well, who is he to tell me? You see, a wise man is going to listen to whoever has the advice that's right from God. A fool won't because he thinks he's always right. All right. So number one, right in my own eyes, not willing to listen. 
that's a foolish way of walking through life. What else do you see, Roger, in Proverbs that makes a fool a fool? Well, the very next verse, same chapter we're in, verse 16, a fool's anger is known at once, but a prudent man conceals dishonor. So the very idea that fool's anger is known at once, he's going to explode. He's going to be quick to anger, just the opposite of what James tells us to do. He's going to be one who puts his foot in his mouth because he's speaking way too often. He's someone who doesn't consider things and thinks them out. He doesn't ponder. He reacts, and he allows his emotions to get the best of him. And it's going to put him in danger lots of places. He's going to hurt other people. He's going to say things he should never say. He's going to overreact because his anger will get the best of him. One of my favorite uh, word pictures in Proverbs along these lines is Proverbs 29, 11. A fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. You know, it's not going to be that long before the weather just keeps getting warmer and warmer around us. Maybe through the winter, you had some of the vents in your house closed, right? And then on a hot day outside, you feel like, what? It it's pretty stuffy in here. And you start looking around and you find some of those vents are closed. Well, what do you do when you open it? You give full vent to uh, that heating and air system in your house, right? Well, I love Proverbs twenty nine eleven because it, it compares our spirits to a kind of furnace, right? And, and there's a time to quietly hold it back just because I'm feeling it doesn't mean I need to express it. Just because I'm thinking it doesn't mean I need to say it. A fool opens up all of the vents and it's just, well, this is me. This is what I think. I don't care how appropriate or inappropriate it is. I don't care how it's going to land on you or impact you. I'm just going to give full vent to whatever on the inside. That's a dangerous, foolish way of living. And, and what that tells us is the fool's not thinking. Yeah, He's not thinking who's in the audience. He's not thinking who, what young ears may be hearing him. He's not thinking about the consequences of the words he's using. He's just not thinking. He's just speaking and... You know, we, we sometimes hide behind expressions like, well, I just call a spade a spade. I just call them as I see them. And we hide behind those little expressions like that. And that is nothing more than trying to cover up really what the fool is. Another great one here, real similar to what we're all talking about, because throughout Proverbs, you find several that are just nearly repeated again, but they've just got a little twist to them. In chapter 20, verse 3, keeping away from strife is an honor for a man. Any fool will quarrel. It's easy to get in arguments. It's easy to just get people uh, stirred up, push their buttons, get them all fired up. Any fool will quarrel. Uh, not every skirmish we need to be engaged in. Not every argument that we're invited to we need to attend. But that's not the fool. The fool's going to go in there. He's going to be loud. He's going to be obnoxious. He's going to be talking about things that really doesn't even involve him. Sometimes it's two other people. You see this a lot at work. Two other people are having a difference, and here comes this fool, and he jumps in, and it's not even his battle to fight, but there he is. He cannot avoid quarrel. He loves fussing and arguing and stirring things up. And once again, it's just a characteristic 
of someone who's not thinking and doesn't have God as the anchor of his soul. It makes me think of Proverbs seventeen twenty eight that even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise, right? Uh, President Lincoln famously picked up on that and said, better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak and to remove all doubt, (laughs) right? Sometimes if I just keep my mouth shut, that's the wisest thing to do. Just because someone's inviting me to a quarrel doesn't mean I have to participate. Just because I see something on Facebook that has everybody riled up doesn't mean necessarily that the wisest thing to do is to throw my hat in that ring, right? Absolutely. And so, and so once again, what we're seeing, you know, the, this image we're getting is the fool's doing a lot of talking and not very much thinking. And the fool is not considering who's around to hear what he's saying. And a fool just speaks his heart without any buffers, any borders, any qualifiers. He's just saying whatever he feels like saying. And the damage he's going to leave is going to be long and hard to clean up because he's just going to say things that's going to hurt people. And that's the the characteristic of a fool. All right. So we've looked at he's right in his own eyes rather than listening to wise advice. He's he's angry and not concealing necessarily, just giving full vent to that anger. He's perfectly willing to jump in and roll around in strife and quarreling. Anything else you see in Proverbs that makes a fool a fool? Oh, boy, there's a bunch. But <laughs> Chapter 28, verse 26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but he who walks wisely will be delivered. So here's one again, very similar to our first one, how we started, but this is one who just thinks he's wise in his own eyes. Uh, He trusts in his heart. Rather than trusting in the Lord, rather than trusting in the Word of God, he's going to go by his own heart. Uh, We've talked before about the head and heart issue and how that comes up sometimes. Sometimes your emotions, your heart leads you one way. Uh, The Bible has us to be led by our heart, rather our head, rather than our heart. Uh, when we put feelings before all things, that gets us in trouble. I feel like God wants me to do this, a person will say. Well, is it in Scripture? I feel like I need to do this, somebody says. Well, is that what God wants you to do? The fool is one who thinks his heart is always right. He trusts his heart, and that will get him in trouble time and time again. You know, Proverbs 1 is just seven verses into this massive book of wisdom when it tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And, I mean, that's that's foundational to everything that we're talking about, right? I am not the foundation of wisdom. My own heart, my own understanding, my own desires, my own opinions, the, the, the way that I come about making judgment calls is not the foundation or the fountain of wisdom that begins with the fear of the Lord, which means... I need to trust the Lord, even when it's difficult. I need to trust and obey the Lord, even when I would rather do something else. That can be painful in the moment, but it is the path of wisdom that leads to life. 
And what follows in that same verse, you read Proverbs 1, verse 7, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Here it is. And so as God is laying us a path, there's that fool with his arm crossed saying, I don't have to walk down that road. I don't need to walk down that road. I think the way over here is much better. And off he goes down the road of danger, gets himself into all kinds of trouble, hurts other people. And the reason is he despises wisdom and instruction. The reason why he despises it, because wisdom is going to tell him to do differently. You can't be a fool and follow wisdom. You're going, to, you're going to follow wisdom. You're going to be humble. You're going to realize your way doesn't work, but it's God's way that works. And so here's somebody who doesn't want to listen to the Lord. I don't want to do what the Bible says. Why do we have to follow the Bible? Why can't we just have church the way I want to have it? Well, you can, but you'll be a fool, <laughs> and you're not going to please the Lord. You know, Roger, as, as we're having this conversation, what is impressed on me one of of several things is I I live in a culture, I I breathe the air of uh, an environment all around me that in fact tells me, trust your heart, do what you want to do, live how you want to live. This is my body, my life, my choice. I, I need to make sure that what works best for me, what I have found I need is to begin my day with wisdom from God. Because if I don't, and especially if I don't over the course of days upon days upon days, it is so easy to breathe this air all around us, that input of just trust your heart, do your own thing, and it takes a toll on our minds, on the way that we look at ourselves and our world. It's just another reminder to me that I need the wisdom of God. I need to open my heart consistently on a regular basis to wisdom that is higher than my own. Let's look at one more here. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 1. This takes us to the home. But in Proverbs 10, verse 1, a wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son is a grief to his mother. Now, this is not because they brought the report cards home, okay? (laughs) It's not talking about a smart son and a son who who didn't get good grades. So we're not talking about grades here. We're talking about choices in life. What is a wise son? A wise son is one who's going to listen to instruction. A wise son is one who's going to be walking with the Lord. A wise son is, is humble and, and realizes he doesn't know all the way. A wise son realizes that it, it's not good to get in arguments and quarreling and fighting. A wise son will watch his anger. Now, the fool is just the opposite. And why he is, he's grief to his mother. His mother is just going to be hurt time and time again because this son is off fighting somebody. He's arguing with this person. He's got this person mad at him. He won't listen to this person. He won't listen to this person. The police pull him over, and oh, he's going to tell the police what they need to do. At school, he's going to tell the teachers what they need to hear. He thinks he is on the throne, and he's not. And what a grief it is to his mother, even in the home. This fool's not going to be listening to mom and dad. He's going to be doing what he wants to do because he thinks he knows better than they. Now, although he's never been 25 years old and mom and dad have, he thinks he knows. Even though he's never been 30, they they have. He thinks he knows. And that arrogance, close heart, and close mind 
just invites all kinds of grief and turmoil and trouble, and it's going to be a long, miserable life, and those around them are going to be the ones who are hurt the most. Fools of April. Uh, we see it all over the book of Proverbs. I mentioned earlier that every Saturday in our daily Bible reading schedule, we read a chapter from Proverbs. Lord willing, tomorrow's reading is Proverbs chapter 25. Uh, there is just bountiful wisdom here, uh, wisdom that teaches us. I, I don't have to make every mistake in the book in order to know some ways are wise, some ways are foolish. I don't know what you have planned for tomorrow, uh, but I feel very confident in saying before you turn on college basketball, before you get about reading other things or tackling uh, jobs around the, the house, maybe beginning to mow the lawn, whatever it is, spending a little bit of time in a book like Proverbs is time very well spent. And these these wisdom from God, wisdom from heaven, they're ageless and timeless. And as we read, like we just did in Proverbs 10, verse 1, written long, long before Jesus ever walked on the earth, true then, true today, true tomorrow. And so the the image of a fool, what makes a fool a fool? It's his choices. It's his, it's his attitude. It's his heart. It's his way of life. And when you follow the wrong way, you're going to wind up in the wrong place. Roger, thanks for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for listening to the Heaven Bound podcast. We hope that it's helped you set your mind on things above, giving you some things to think about and a little bit more fuel for the journey. Always remember when you're walking with Jesus, you're heaven bound and the best is yet to come.